Hello and welcome to Why Are We Doing This? The podcast where we discuss and dissect some of the worst movies we can find. My name is Lucas Dockerty. We're very excited to come to you today um, with our inaugural spooktacular bonus. And you can bet your sweet ass we're doing this every year for October. So just get ready. This is our inaugural episode. So we decided to go with a, a cable favorite. Something that's always on the sci-fi channel. Anaconda. Oh shit, this thing lives on TBS. But we watched Anaconda. As someone who frequents both TBS and sci-fi, I have never seen Anaconda. Uh, and because some folks, my mother, <laughs> says that... I was, I was talking to my mother about what we do here one day, and she said, why do you watch so many movies that you've already seen, right? And I, I didn't register that for a little while. I was like, oh, shit, do we watch that many? And then I looked back, I was like, oh, shit, we, we have seen a lot of movies I've seen. Let's go into one that I have never seen, but you have. So it was a little role reversal. Uh, I was super hyped to watch this movie because I listened to something. I listened to, I'll, I'll plug them. Um, I listened to the Dead Meat podcast about Anaconda. And it was, like, super funny. I was like, oh, this sounds like shit, right? Because they didn't, like, go into the plot that much. They went into, like, why it's so shitty. So I was like, oh, this sounds like total shit. But, like, it's going to be fun. It was not fun. I, it was worse than I thought it'd be. And I'm not... I'm, what made you think it was I thought it was going to be good because they had goofy-ass John Voight running around. Okay. Who did... Oh, J-Lo, right? J-Lo been... Uh, Right J-Lo, Ice Cube, and John Voight were the top build. So that's how you know it's a stacked picture. Because this is kind of an off-the-cuff uh, recording and watching, I have not printed out, as I normally do, printed out my, you know, yeah. lowdown. Oh, we forgot to say to just to rate and review, listen to our regular episodes. This is just exactly like a regular episode, just another one for the week. Uh, so if you want to hear all the announcements, just go to our normal episode this week, which is Tourist Trap. But we'll, we'll talk about that in Tourist Trap. So, Anaconda. I have never seen, I've never seen the sequels. I've never seen the Lake Placid crossover. I've not seen Lake Placid either. Have you? Uh, no. Well, I have not. This is a, okay. Um... Well, we're 72 episodes deep, so I think you... I only watch them with you. <laughs> sure. Okay. Because he picks some shit he wants. Here we go. A National Geographic film crew is taken hostage by an insane hunter who forces them to along on his quest to capture the world's largest and deadliest snake. I don't think he's insane. I think he's just determined... Well, that sounds like he's a good person. He's not a good person. He's an asshole. But, okay, here we... Jesus. Look at John Voight's IMDB picture. Man, looks fucking rough. He is fucking rough. He looked rough in this movie. A million years old. <laughs> a million years old. Come on, give him a break. 
older. Hold on. Okay. Let me. What? Wait. What do we usually do first? Taglines. <laughs> I've done this seventy-two weeks. Nice. What do we usually do first? Tagline. Oh, this one's good actually. This one's good. And these, um, FYI, everything in these movies are eligible for awards. So. Obviously, John Voight's not getting, like, a Rudy Ray Moore Memorial Award, but he could be eligible for it. And taglines can be eligible for best tagline, and this one's pretty good. You can't scream if you can't breathe. That one's pretty good. I mean, for an Anaconda movie. Well, shut, the, shut up! <laughs> Cast. Cast. As we already said, John Voight playing, what did he say? He's Paraguayan? Uh, John Voight, who is not Paraguayan, playing the very Paraguayan Paul Cerrone. J-Lo as Terry Flores. Goofy-ass Eric Stoltz as Dr. Stephen Kale. I thought his first name was Kale. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> Ice Cube as Danny Rich. Jonathan Hyde and <laughs> as Warren Westridge. Ugh. Owen Wilson as Gary Dixon. Carrie Werher as Denise Kahlberg. Vincent Castellanos as Mateo. And, oh, Danny Trejo as the poacher. Without a mustache, he looks very different. And this is my personal favorite member of the cast. Frank Welker as the Anaconda. As someone who has watched countless hours of basically every Scooby-Doo show there is, uh, Frank Welker is Fred, and after Don Messick died, he's Scooby-Doo. Um, Frank Welker tried his darndest to make the anaconda sound like not a Scooby-Doo monster, but uh, as soon as I heard it like shriek when it was on fire, uh, I said, no, no sir, that is the Willowaw. <laughs> from Scooby-Doo Show Season 3, episode Watch Out, It's the Willowaw. <laughs> I can tell you, right now, that was the Willowaw right there on my screen. Oh, you can watch it on Hulu, too. I just got, this is like the highlight of my month, uh, besides, you know, Halloween and all the scary movies. Uh, I, got a, I got a fire stick, and now I can watch Hulu on my TV. So she came over to my pad, and we... We watched Anaconda in all its glory. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, they love you so much. Yeah, they said it might Okay, I don't even want to get into that. Um, Anaconda. Oh, it's 4.8 out of 10 stars on the IMDb. Should I read a review? I might as well. Let's see. I'll just pick the first review, the IMDb recommended review. Let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Six out of ten stars on IMDb. Just entitled Anaconda. Uh, it's a stupid B-movie with enough quality to fly by. That's... No. And enough camp charm to get away with such cinematic crimes. The cast plays it straight, apart from Voight. I'm pretty sure he was drunk during the shooting, coming out with an inexplicable accent and a look reminiscent of Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> it's a ridiculous fun with hokey CGI and animatronics. The animatronics are great and makes me miss the 90s. 
It's a big snake-shaped tube and goes from slow robotic motions to super-fast CGI. Cube and Hyde manage some, at times, adorable dialogue. Adorable? Voice presence also unites the rest of the cast, and each character gets their own heroic captain moment. Fun-filled and just plain bad. I loved it. Uh, I could not feel the opposite. Going into it, I was pumped, though. I gave it a two for my pre. Also... Oh, we finally agree on something. Oh, just wait till we get to the end. So, it opens up with... I was actually, like, watching this movie because I have never seen it. Like, I went into this, not like how I did this week with Tourist Trap. I went in blind for that movie. I listened to the Dead Meat podcast about Anaconda, so I knew, kind of, I knew the gist. Big-ass snake, poachers, John Voight is... Hilarious. He has his best Tommy Wiseau accent. Uh, but that's kind of all I knew. So I'm sick. And I knew the snake was voiced by Frank Welker. So I was jacked for that. Don't say voice. Snake did not talk. <sighs> His. Okay. It was still Frank Welker, though. Okay. Making all those dumb fucking. It's like Char- Charlie Callis did the dragon from Pete's Dragon. And he never talks. Pete's Dragon will definitely be my birthday movie for next year. So watch out. <laughs> so we're in this like... we ob- um, <clears throat> Is it just the cold open with Danny Trejo? Yes. Before that, there's like this long block of text that's like the anacondas. You know, the most deadly snake in the world. And it... There's a certain type that's so mean, it e- when, after it eats you, it even throws you back up to eat you again. Right? So I was like, oh shit, this is one mean snake. <coughs> so we're in Danny Trejo's like houseboat. No mustache, so he looks like not Danny Trejo. So he's like shaking in his boots. He's like, oh my god. There's like big like... He didn't really say a whole heck of anything. He's t- he spoke in Spanish. He spoke in Spanish. How do you say mean Spanish? Shit. I'm cutting this. Remember, I'm bilingual. Okay, I'm cutting this. So, Danny Trejo's in his houseboat, and we're hearing, like, these big thuds, you know, like, boom, 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 boom. And it's a storm. And it's a storm, right? It's, yes, it's raining, right? Yes. Okay. I, we watched this a few days ago. Oh. I've watched it a million times. So he's in his houseboat, and then this is when I, my first line of the... Notes I take is, ain't no fucking way. Because he's in this houseboat, and then he stops hearing the thuds for a second. And then he, his, he, under his houseboat, it goes like, boom! And like a bunch of nails and boards fly out. But it's not like it shatters. It's like they, it's so, it's in between like, jaws breaking up through a boat. And, you know, like me (laughs) trying to break through the bottom of a boat. So, I looked at her, and this was something I said multiple times yeah, during our viewing. Oh, shit, is there, any, is there like a snake? Or is there like a lake monster in this movie? And then we get the title card, and I like jumped. I said, oh, there's an anaconda in this? And she was just, you know, her 9 million viewing gold championship belt on. Like, fuck yeah, bro, there's an anaconda. <laughs> so, I was like... I was a little scared during one scene, and that's because I hadn't, I've never seen a picture of the anaconda before watching this movie, so I didn't know if it was going to be, 
because I heard on the podcast that I listened to about it that it was animatronic. So I was like, oh, is it going to be like how the Jaws shark scares the shit out of me because it's animatronic? It, this looks bad, bad. Like, I was laughing my ass off during some death scenes. Like, they were bad. Especially, um, <laughs> Denise and <laughs> Sean Voigt. Jump. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So, Danny Trejo is so scared by this unseen force, he shoots himself. Okay. Then we go to, where is it? Mast, right? The crow's nest? Yes. He shoots himself. Okay. Are we in, like, L.A.? Or L.A., no, New York? I think they're from L.A., but they started right out. They're getting on the boat. No, we see, remember, Kale comes to her house? It doesn't matter. Um, so we have, like, this... The, we're making a documentary. They can't really show anybody's We s- Maybe you need to rewatch the movie. Maybe not. Jennifer... I almost said Jennifer Lawrence... Jennifer Lopez is our leading I lady. I oh my god. I cannot she's confirm Jesus. Jesus. Well, she's oh, no. J Lo, you're perfect the way you are. But I have to agree that there was some form of cosmetic surgery done. But Anyway, <laughs> she's she's in her house or like apartment, and there's a knock. Nineteen ninety-seven. John John Voight looks fucking rough. Ice Cube still looks the same. Oh, Ice Cube aged like a fine wine. So Jennifer Lopez is in her house, and she hears a knock at the door, and she's like, "Oh my God, who is it?" And then it's Stephen Kale. A pa- I don't think they're dating. I thought they were friends, but you think that they're dating. Well, you don't fucking kiss someone you're friends They're friends. Good friends. I don't kiss my good friends like that. Hmm. Anyway. You don't? No. Why? Yeah, okay. I'm just asking. The- they weren't kissing like that. She kissed him on the cheek. So, he is like this like tribe historian he's like a professor yeah he's like looking for like tribes people think have like been vanquished so he's looking for like untouched un oh shimishama i think but he's like looking he's almost like an anthropologist i think he's supposed to be anthropology so, apparently we're shooting... Well, I don't know why they said National Geographic. None, None of them are National Geographic. Geographic. And it just said they were doing a documentary. They did not say, this is National Geographic. Yeah. Because that, if that was National Geographic, Jonathan Hyde is a poor man's David Attenborough. They, that was a shitty boat. And Jonathan Hyde is a poor man's David Attenborough. But, so we get to this... We get to the... Apparently we're in the Amazon. Uh, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we have a whole crew, right? So, I think Terry's our director. This is what I'm thi- This is what I'm thinking. Terry's the director. Eric is like the... 
the he's like the history guy about it. Um, Jonathan Hyde is the narrator. Well, Westridge. Ice Cube's the cameraman, and then Gary and Denise are production assistants. Right. That that's what's going on. Okay. That's so, so we're out on this boat, we're looking for the Shirishama, and we have our captain, Mateo. And, okay, I will be doing the John Voight voice, because I'm telling you right now, that... It probably sucks as bad as his. Okay. It does. Uh, but John Voight is a 50-some-year-old white dude playing a 50-some-year-old Paraguayan. Sounds... And it's not cool that he's... I'm not really sure how people from Paraguay I... Correct me if I'm wrong, send us an email, but I would believe they just have a Hispanic accent, but maybe with like, um, like a different dialect because, you know, there's Mexican dialect, there's Spanish dialect, it's all different, but I'm sure they have like a slightly different accent from like, say someone from Portugal, oh, that's, um, Portuguese, sorry, then someone from Spain or someone from, um, like Cuba, right? But I'm sure they would have a sort of... I don't know what in the fuck John Voight was doing because he sounds like Johnny from the room. <laughs> but he's going like, like what? What was one of his lines? Are you sure it's dangerous? What was that? I, I just anyway. So they're going on this cr- cruise. Cruise. They were not on a cruise. They were. That was a cruise. That sucked. They're looking for you know uh, the Shiri Shama, and then it's a storm. It's a stormy night, and we hear someone. What was he saying? Hey, hey, pull over, pull over, you know. Yeah, like his boat got stuck, and we pick up Paul motherfucking Cerrone, and <laughs> he's, you know. Maybe it's <laughs> <laughs> you make the worst wordplay. Oh my god. What? You say people look like people there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Come on. So, hold on. Oh, here. <laughs> He's like, um. Oh, I forgot to mention. Speaking of bad accents in this movie, Jonathan Hyde sounds like Nigel Thornberry. From. Because he's going. <clears throat> he says to, like, Denise when they're getting on board, because he's the narrator, he's British, you know, he's he's basically David Attenborough, and the, he has all these bags, right, they're like big, like, crates, and he says to Denise, he's like, um, put these on board, and she's like, I'm not, I'm a, pro- take it to my room, and she says, I'm a production assistant, I don't need, I'm not a bellhop, and he says, well, you can produce my bags in your room, in my room. He just sounds like Nigel Thornberry the whole time. Do you know Nigel Thornberry? No. It's you know Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. It's he, he voices a cartoon character from the nineties, but he's it's he does his Tim Curry, and I think Jonathan Hyde is American, but that's just me. So then the next day, Paul Cerrone's on board. You know, is this when he calls Denise Baby Bird? Who does he call? But is it it's Denise? He says like, "Don't worry, Baby Bird." <laughs> He's like, because uh, he's telling them which way to go. Oh yeah, and like, uh, Eric Stoltz is like, "What do you do for a living, Mister Cerrone?" He's like, "I catch snakes." <laughs> he's so awful at this accent. And what is this? 
Oh. And so we're, um. So he's like on the. So basically, they pick him up. They they pick him up. They they say we're looking for the Shiri Shama. What do you? He's like, what are you doing out here? I know this jungle. What are you doing out here? They say we're looking for the Shiri Shama. We're doing a documentary. He says Shiri Shama. And he goes. And he's like, oh, I know them. They helped me out a few years ago. That's actually how he sounds. Like I, this is like probably. A bad white a white guy doing a bad Paraguayan accent is my best accent. <laughs> so he's doing like, you know, he's telling them like, I know where they are. They helped me a few years ago in a, a rainstorm like this. I'll tell you where they are. So we're going, you know, we're on a thing, going down the river. We reach this big stone wall. And, and Terry Flores is like, Oh, you didn't tell us that there was going to be this humongous stone wall. I thought you said you knew the river, right? And he's like, I do. (laughs) I'm not being Marlon Brando. And this is when, around the time, we cut to a uh, very bad looking puma in the... I thought it was the leopard. It was black. As in puma (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. We are juvenile. It's it's a large black cat, and it's sleeping, and then we hear a rustling, and we hear a very Frank Welker-esque noise, and I said, oh, sh- watch out, it's the Willowa, because this snake busts out of her brush and fucking strangles this cat to death, and I was laughing my ass off the whole way, and... and so that's like the first glimpse we get at the anaconda. It's not good look. It does not look good. The cat looks worse. And so now we're stuck at this big wall. We're on the boat again. Does the boat have a name? Do we know? Okay. okay. That's that's what I thought. But I just want... You know, as someone with 9 million viewings such as yourself. I do not ever remember the boat having a name. So... Inexplicably... John Voight has dynamite. What Paraguayan gentleman hunting snakes does not have dynamite? So he blows this wall up, and snakes are everywhere on board, and they bite Westridge, and you know everyone's freaking out. And th- as this, I think this is when he says, "No, calm down, baby bird." To Dennis. 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 Calm down, baby bird. <laughs> and. <laughs> So then we make it through. Is this when the shit gets caught in the motor? Hmm. No, they do. <gasps> this is when he says, "The river can kill you in a thousand ways." And that's when Eric Stoltz does the dive thing, because yeah, he—that's when he says, "Okay, I, all the lines are making sense in my head now." Because Eric Stoltz, there's something caught in the motor, the ro- rotating motor of I don't know boats <laughs> and. Eric Stoltz is like, oh, I'll dive down. And then, wow, uh, what's this? John Voight says, like, this river can kill you in a thousand ways. And he's like, I'll do it. And then Eric Stoltz says, no. And Eric Stoltz goes down into the water. And we think the anaconda's going to get him. And then he starts grabbing at his throat. Because he, he gets the motor on 
caught. And then he floats up. He's like thrashing in the water. He got stung by a bee. Oh, a wasp or something. And oh, so gross. They had to do a tracheotomy on him. It was nasty. He looked pretty good for 1997, though. Like, for the blood. Because it wasn't CG. It was, like, probably corn syrup and food dye. But, uh, Eric Stoltz is out of commission for probably the le- Probably. Most of the movie. Yeah. So, and we lose all of our barrels of fuel, except one, and Terry says, this is only about enough to get us, you know, two more days, or a day, or a few more miles. I don't know what she said. 100 kilometers is what she said. Thank you. And well, uh, while Eric is in the water, we get my probably favorite scene of the movie as Terry ties her hair up with a ponytail. She looks over to see John Voight making the weirdest fucking face I have ever seen a human make. I Probably scream. Probably. We watched this a few days ago. I don't remember everything that happened on Tuesday. But I made an audible sound when I saw John Voight scream. Oh, when I saw John Voight's face. He's like, it's somewhere between like smelling a fart, shit in your pants, and like, oh, I'm horny. He's like, at Terry. And she's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And this is when I turned to you and I said, this man has an Academy Award. <laughs> he's yeah, he's Midnight Cowboy. And now he's in Anaconda 20 years, 30 years later. So, uh, Eric's out of commission. We, so, so, what's his, what's his face? Gary. Gary and... Gary Denise. and... Denise, thank you. Gary and Denise got into the woods. And they want to, like, record wild sound. And... That's how they say it's wild sound. But <clears throat> that's like, you know, in documentaries when they are like, the guy's talking, they put like jungle sound behind them. That's, there you go, out there to record that. And they end up wanting to have sexy time. Do you remember? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. And uh, thank God, thank God Paul Cerrone was out there to help them because a wild boar almost runs him down. And he, what, what'd you say it was? A fucking... You corrected me last time you recorded this. Oh, because you said it was a. It's a panther. It's a. It's a. It's a pig. Oh, the pig! I thought it was a panther. Though. Oh, that's the thing that we seen get killed. Oh my! That was so oh, fucking funny. Oh, it's a wild boar. Yeah, well, wild boar. But you corrected me. I, apparently, I said something wrong. Apparently, I don't know my Brazilian animals, which is not true. It's a pig with horns. <sighs> I said it was a warthog. Yeah, it's not. It's not a warthog. So, Paul Cerrone, like, shoots it in the face. And then he takes it back to the boat. He says, We can... He said, Mateo, we get it for a day. Well, a week. <laughs> you and me. And then they... That's at night. That's at night. And then that same night, Paul Cerrone and Owen Wilson are talking. And Paul says... Stop kicking me. And Paul Cerrone... And... Paul Cerrone... He said, hey, you want to go in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> jungle sounds. <laughs> oh, my God. The jungle sounds. <laughs> just Paul Strong's ball song. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh. The, the, the title of the... <laughs> the, t- <laughs> the title of the documentary is uh, Jungle Love, the story of the Shimmy Shama people. <laughs> they say... <laughs> I, they say you can still hear his ball flapping to this day. In the wind. If the wind's just right... Oh my god so Paul Saron says to Owen Wilson he's like hey I'm I'm leading you the wrong way so I can track down this anaconda and he says he, he knew he was the wrong way. well they had a feeling right and then Owen Wilson of course this is the only time I'm gonna say it Owen Wilson goes wow you know how he always fucking says that god I can't stand that man and <clears throat> Owen Wilson's like Paul around entices Owen Wilson to like joining forces with him and they commandeer the ship and then the next day the next day are they at another barricade because they had we already covered the snake barricade where he doing. says what, are, what is the fuck did he say to them he said like little babies <laughs> to the snakes and yeah he they had like another barrier of some oh, kind they stopped. I think they stopped at their refinery to get fuel. That, that, no, I just, I, I don't know. They stop for some I reason. They must stop they're <coughs> conserving energy. Shit. Hold on, where's my notes? Oh, here they are. Okay, so, <laughs> Anaconda. Okay, why do they stop? Um, why do they stop? Why do they stop? It is not for more a ball slap and good time, said Roger Ebert. <laughs> no, okay. They stop at. Wow. What the fuck? I don't know. I can't read Okay, okay. So they. That's why they, they stop because the. Is this when they stop? They stop because. They stop because. They stop because they see the poacher's boat. They see Danny Trejo's boat. Oh, maybe. So, no, is, we already went. No, no, no. Because they, they stopped to see Mateo's. Did Mateo? Mateo was alive um, okay. for jungle sounds, right? And <clears throat> so they stop at this boat. Sarone. Uh, Sarone. Paul Sarone. Ice Cube and Mateo go to search the boat. And inside we find a very. Exposition City. Uh, it's John Voight, Mateo, and the poacher all together, and we're like, "Oh, they're all snake poachers." I bet that was. It. I looked. At, Is that did an anaconda kill him or something? <laughs> and because you know he's hunting it, and Mateo straggles behind because apparently Paul Cerrone and Danny Danny is Ice Cube's name. Ice Cube and Paul Cerrone find a big like strong box of like money and they take it but there's no fuel like JLo wanted but Mateo straggles behind and he gets um killed by the anaconda it's not does not look good no. it does because it like pops out of the water coils around him and then looks at him and it looks bad and then, uh, and then Frank no he breaks his bones and then yeah. eats him or something well he took him under the water oh but 
then Frank Welker's doing the will. He's like, it, not good. They're like the the praying mantis from Scooby Doo. It's not good. They are not good sounds. And then um, Paul Cerrone. They're back on the boat with Paul, and he's like, I don't know where Mateo is. Fuck Mateo. And they they go on a. They keep going. Do they keep going, or they stop for the night? Because Owen Wilson gets killed when they're stationary. Right. Owen Wilson, the, let's just say he gets killed here, because I'm pretty sure he does. They're at the boat, because it would make sense that the Anaconda's in the same area. Owen Wilson and, they're like arguing. There's like a melee on the deck over, I think it's revealed Owen Wilson's working with Paul Cerrone to fi- find the Anaconda. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, we, we could be, you know, making a movie about Paul Cerrone and not the stupid Shimi Shiri Shama, right? And then they, him and Ice Cube get in a scuffle, and he ends up falling in the water, and so does Denise, Denise right? And he makes it on the boat, but then out of nowhere, out of the clear blue sky, oh, clear black sky, comes the anaconda, and it pulls him down. And this is the best-looking effect in the movie this is the worst effect in the movie. We see the anaconda swim sideways because it's a snake. It's like swimming like a snake. And, oh, this looks great. We see Owen Wilson's body. That It's not good. It's worse than Mateo getting killed. It is not good. And then everyone's freaking out. They're like, oh, my God. And then they say the same thing I said. Is there an anaconda? <laughs> right? I just don't think that... Okay. If I'm doing more Deep Blue Sea comparison, okay, which Deep Blue Sea by no stretch of the imagination is a good movie. It is not good. It is an hour and 45 minutes of CGI sharks eating people. It's bad. It's really bad. But in that one, they had fun characters who was like, oh, so-and-so was an asshole. I'm glad they got eaten. Or like, oh, no, I like kind of like them, right? And the sharks, they have an explanation why the sharks are smart. Because in Jaws, it's just like, it's a shark. Why is it so smart, right? In this, they're genetically engineered to be smart in this one. This is like, why is this anaconda so fucking smart, right? Because it's like, <sighs> bigger than, humongous. Like, comically large. Like, it looks like a, like, South Park would have a humongous anaconda like this. But and it's like hiding in the bushes. I mean, <coughs> they're like apex predators, right? They nothing else eats them. But like, I don't. I I just I don't find it as believable. And <laughs> the, <laughs> I'm saying Deep Blue Sea is more believable than Anaconda because in I mean in Deep Blue Sea there is an underwater lab with genetically mutated mako sharks, and <laughs> it is not believable but this is somehow even less believable it is not i, I don't understand because it's like hiding really in the don't know nothing about snakes so. yeah i i'm we're not a snake i don't know what you call a snake the professional because i know you call a what do you call you call a bird professional uh <laughs> i just think bird professional i think charlie from always sunny with the bird law but he like an ornithologist i, I i'm sure there's a snake anthologist but as we digress, the snake is very smart, no explanation why, and, you know, everyone's freaked out. It seems like Denise gets pretty over her boyfriend's death pretty soon, right? Yeah, she's it. But the, 
This is when they tie up Paul Cerrone, right? Yes. After they tried to seduce Yes, him. yes, yes, yes. So they're like, okay, he's mutiny. Like, it's kind of a mutiny. It's a one-man mutiny. But still, we need to take care of this. So J-Lo, oh, J-Lo goes into the captain's chambers where Cerrone is and she's you know flirting with him you know touching his arm and be like oh you know um we need, we, I need protection he goes you need protection it could be dangerous <laughs> she's so fucking bad at this accent Paul Cerrone and she's like yes yes I do and then he sees in a mirror right um Danny, Danny Ice Cube uh, tries to beat him up and then this is the line of the movie this line of the movie through the window um, what's his name Westridge has a golf club and he bashes him on the head with it he goes asshole in one boom fucking good tagline now that couldn't be a tagline because that wouldn't make sense that could be a tagline for like Caddyshack 3 though so <laughs> so uh, so, oh my god. Uh, what happened? <laughs> oh, oh, so Paul Stone's tied up. Denise wants revenge. She has a knife hidden, and she's upset. She's gonna stab him. This is the most unbelievable part of the movie. This was hilarious, but it's the most unbelievable part of the movie. How old was John Voight in 1997? Hold on. I know he was born in, like, 1934. Eight-ish. 97, 38. He was... Shit. He was 50... 50... 59. 59. 59-year-old man, as Denise comes at him, leaps up. He's tied up. Leaps up, jumps on her neck, and strangles her with his thighs. I flew out of my seat laughing, but I said, there's no fucking way. Well, he leaped up pretty... It's like, those that was, was not a title very good. No. That was hilarious. He yeah. chokes her out and just throws her in the water. <laughs> and then he, like, commandeers the ship again. And then... This is then they go take it to the refinery. Because somehow all of them get in the water. West, Westridge, John Voight, Danny, and um, J-Lo. they get in the water to get to the refinery? Yeah, and then... Danny's gets like stabbed in the leg in this melee with um, Paul Cerrone when he takes over the ship and Westridge like swims over to help him but the snake's there Anaconda's there and he's like oh shit and he like swims away because he like distracts them from getting eaten by the Anaconda and he goes like this was the coolest death in the movie this was fucking cool he goes you know uh he goes to hide. He, like, climbs up this mountain, goes behind a waterfall. This is where it turns from, like, this one snake is smarter than every shark in Deep Blue Sea in this one scene. Personally, I don't know how smart snakes are. I'm not a snake expert. You can send us an email. Why are we doing this podcast? One at gmail.com if you are a snake expert. Uh, can snakes, like, see that well? Are there I think s- they go by smell. That's what I remember being told as a little kid at, like, the Detroit Zoo. But, oh, God. I just had a... The reptile house there so well so fucking bad. Ugh. And the penguin house. Penguin, they got a new one. Oh, they do? It still smells like shit. It smells like shit and oh, fish. It's really nice. Now. It's really nice, but it still smells awful. 
but the reptile house smells like fucking snake shit and dead mice and fucking crocodile juice. And we, but I, I remember saying, you know, like you said, snakes smell, right? So the snake it looks bad, 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 bad in this particular. It's hanging from like a tree looking into the waterfall because he's right behind the waterfall. And then he's like so, I mean, they just make it like, even in Deep Blue Sea, God, I just keep going back, but Deep Blue Sea, there are ways to escape these sharks. You can I mean, even though the underwater lab gets flooded, LL Cool J um, hides in a washing machine and they don't eat him, right? There's, like, no way for them to escape this anaconda, right? Because Westridge jumps off the waterfall and the snake, it's so cool, though, like, grabs him midair, wraps him up, crushes him, and eats him. And, like, um, J-Lo and Ice Cube are like, holy shit. And then... Oh my god, this looked like it hurt. We both said ow at the same time. Paul Cerrone bashes him over the head with a fire extinguisher. And they wake up in the refinery, tied up together. Paul Cerrone throwing monkey blood on them. Because it needs a bait. It needs a bait. (laughs) And, you know, he's, he's got kind of a shiner from getting hit by the golf club. He's, he's a little weary. And then we look at the ground, and we both looked, and we said, I mean, even though you've seen it nine million uh, catalog times, we both said, oh, shit. There's snake skin all over the ground. Is this the snake's lair? Yes. Yeah, you guys are real bright. Yeah. Really, big winks, big nods. Oh, shit, they're in the snake's lair now. It knows every inch of this building. So then, of course, the snake shows up. Uh, I don't know. It literally just ate two grown people. I don't know how it's still hungry. <laughs> it, it's a big snake. It goes up to them, but somehow they get... F- <gasps> Did she have that knife? Yes. She had that knife that got untied. Or something. They got untied. And like apparently, Dan, uh, Ice Cube can get stabbed in the leg and not have a limp. Because after he gets stabbed, no limp. Uh, he's just running. <laughs> he runs away from the snake. She... Like, throws the snake Paul Cerrone, and then, oh, Paul Cerrone gets eaten. Uh, but we it's confirmed he survives at the end. Uh, she climbs up out of... She climbs out in a smokestack while Danny... like I, I, I want to say Danny Trejo, but Ice Cube's pouring gas all over the refinery. And then he, like, runs out. He, has, he pulls out his lighter. He throws it. And then, like, the snake's following her up. This is a, the exact Deep Blue Sea shot, even though it came out later. I'm still going to say Anaconda copied, because this movie is not good. But the snake's, like, crawling up the smokestack, and then she looks down, and Danny, Danny's yelling, like, hey, hey, there's a fire, get out of there, you know? And then the snake bursts into flames, and she jumps off the smokestack thing. Snake jumps out after her, falls, they both fall in the water. We think the snake is dead. And then, of course, Scream. Oh, speaking of Scream, I'll talk about it at the end. But Scream, Scream, you know, they say, you know, this is when the killer comes back for one last scare. The anaconda jumps out of the water. And then Danny, Danny, God, Ice Cube. What does he do to it? He shoots it or something? Yeah, I think he shoots it. Oh, that was actually an okay effect. They shoot it, like, through the mouth. 
And then it, like, blows the anaconda's brains everywhere. And then he calls it a bitch. And then they got... Then Eric Stoltz is okay. And then the Shiri Shama... What are you going to say about the snake throwing up? Oh, shit! You, you can tell him. It's your favorite part, I know. Oh, when the <laughs> snake regurgitates Paul. As he's coming out f- covered in snake slime. Snake... I, I don't know why it's so gooey. In the snake, but oh, because it's probably acid that breaks down. Oh, and he winks at J Lo. That's how we know he's still alive. So I'm petitioning for Anaconda Five, the return of Paul Cerrone. <laughs> well, no, the snake sucked him back up. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. I, I don't remember that. Well, he did. It's not canon. Uh, I guess we'll have to rewatch it. No, we won't. No, I know you'll just watch it every time I'm it's on sci-fi. And then I'll let yeah. you know yeah. what So they're alive. They've, the Shiri Shama take them back to land. Uh, they're forever indebted to them. I don't know if they take them back to land, but they do. Do they take them back and eat them? But they did run into them because as they're going, they're going, look. Oh, yeah. Do, do you think the Shiri Shama ate them? I want that yeah. to be the case. I think I think Eric Stoltz mentioned they are not uh, cannibals. I think he yeah. mentioned that at least once. But that was Anaconda. Would you give it for a post? Did we even do pre's and post on this? Yes, I gave it a zero. Oh, that's the same. That's grizzly. I don't have my notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You gave it a zero and you gave it a zero again, I remember. I gave it uh, a two for my pre and I gave it a negative 1997 for my post. I did not like this movie. On our free time, we'll have to watch Deep Blue Sea together because it's this movie but done better. It's still not good. It's still not good, but it's eons better than this movie. So we hope you enjoy that. Oh, speaking of Scream, I watched Scream 5 this weekend. And because we mentioned uh, on the last episode, I put something in the beginning that we didn't finish. No, we didn't finish. We recorded this episode and then this latter half after it just didn't record. Right. It was fucked up. Right. And we were finishing it today, Tuesday, and uh, I watched Scream 5 over the weekend, and I have to say it was the scariest Scream movie I've ever seen. Like, it was very good. The first one is kind of, like, nostalgic, right? And the, the second one is okay, and then the third one is bad, bad, and then the fourth one's okay. This one was scary. This had, like, jump scares and, like, gore. It was really good. So I, I highly recommend it, because I just mentioned Scream. I just... <laughs> it was really good unlike this movie I do not recommend watching this movie uh, I know you do catalog 9 million times you've seen this you know sometimes I just need background noise when I do something else yeah yeah this is definitely a background noise movie I have those types of movies Austin Powers are my background noise movies <coughs> excuse me I used to need music now I need you know you need anaconda <laughs> so thank you for listening uh <coughs> i'm so sorry our accompanying movie for that week was <coughs> tourist trap that was very good uh so go watch this movie it's on hulu or do not uh go watch tourist remember it's chuck connors oh chuck connors <coughs> fucked up here okay Stop. I showed my mom that picture and she lost her fucking mind. She was she said that is not my rifleman. That is not my rifleman. <laughs> so, thank you for listening. Thank you for thank you. 
Thank you for listening to us babble. We will see you next week. You'll hear us. Grizzly. I want want you to take a picture if you can see us. Don't, because I will lose my mind. I'll start crying. (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. We, you'll, oh shit. (coughs) You will hear from us next week. We're doing Grizzly 2 Revenge and the town that dreaded sundown. So we'll see. Well, you'll hear us then. We'll see you. So we hope you enjoyed this. We hope you enjoyed Tourist Trap, and you'll hear from us next week. Yes, you will. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.